MSP Marketing in Bite-Sized Bits. It's easier than you think with MKLink. To get more of MKLink's MSP, MBA, Marketing and IT training resources, make sure that you've registered for your account for free now at www.mklink.org. Copywriting for MSPs, Part 5. As a quick recap, I mentioned ADA last time as a well-trodden framework that people can use, although, of course, there are plenty of others. And I extended it to become Urgent ADAC, which we will be covering off. Urgency, reciprocity, guarantees, easygoing, negative, testimonials, attention, interest, desire, action, and credibility. Urgent ADAC. And attention is the most important part of the formula, which we skimmed last time. And hopefully, now that we've got your reader's attention with a powerful headline, we can try and immediately deliver on the promise of that headline with interest leading on to desire. What this means is that the first few paragraphs are where you set the scene and build up the picture of what you'll be addressing. As another aid memoir, here's four steps which can help. Number one. What is the main problem you're trying to solve? You've done this part already. Just write it down. Write down the key words and the key concepts that you've explored earlier. Make a note of any interesting stories and any interesting facts to establish and remind your audience of their pain points. And for each pain point, try and establish a scenario that your market can really relate to. Number two, why hasn't the problem been solved already? So here's where you need to identify and state why their problem hasn't been solved already and what is or what was wrong with the other solutions and why your solution is more viable. And this is part of overcoming objections and it might even include some of the negatives that you might want to address as well. Number three, what is possible? So this means you use possibility thinking. At this point, you should get your prospects, i.e. your readers, to imagine what would happen when their problem is completely solved. Now, this step is essential as it will pre-sell the solution and give them an image of their desired outcome. And that's important because prospects that have already envisaged their problem solved with your solution and seeing the benefits in their mind's eye are significantly more likely to commit to a purchase or at least take an action of some kind. Make sure your prospects can see a world where they are worrying less about hackers or having more productive staff or that they can use their technology seamlessly. Whatever your benefits convey, the more vividly they can see this, ideally with multiple senses, like touch and taste and sound and sight and whatnot, the better. And number four, what's different now? This is where you can really start to bring your USP into focus and why it was so important to develop as part of this exercise. The main thing that you need to remember in copywriting and indeed in business in general is that you're a salesperson of benefits. For whatever it is that you're trying to sell, think of all the different benefits that your product or service can bring. And this brings us to the classic difference between features and benefits or fabs as I was taught. Products have features but people buy benefits. So mention the features by all means, but fleshing out the benefits is where the magic happens. And I'm sure that you've heard the famous example about a power drill. A feature of the power drill might be that it has hammer action. The benefits of that means that for drilling in hard materials like masonry or walls and things like that, it reduces time and effort for the users. 
So what this means is that people don't buy the drill, they buy the holes that the drills can make. And I, I personally think that's a bit of a cliche, and it, and it doesn't take into consideration that some people will just buy one drill over another because it looks cool and they can walk around the house and garage with it, pretending that they're James Bond. But I digress. Uncovering hidden motives and desires is another rabbit hole altogether. Certainly, however, benefits are key. And let's say that your landing page is about something like an encrypted laptop or PC. That might be the feature. The benefit means that if your company salesperson or apprentice leaves a laptop on a train somewhere, then effectively it's a glorified paperweight or door jam. Because unless someone has the key to decrypt the laptop, it's unusable. And the benefits there, of course, are peace of mind or reduced insurance premiums or whatever. The encryption of the device is a feature, whilst the reduced insurance premiums or less worry are the benefits. And of course, you can really milk this because each feature is singular, but you can have limitless benefits for each feature. You just have to be creative. And this is why peppering your copy with stories and abbreviated case studies is just so helpful because it brings it alive and really fleshes out the benefits of the features. Another example here might be that your VoIP phone system automatically records and backs up all inbound phone calls. Now that's a feature that the benefits could include being able to draw upon it in a case of a dispute with a client about what was promised or what was said, or a training opportunity for staff, or more possibly these days a sentiment analysis for an AI tool that can scan all the transcripts and and it can look for sales opportunities to increase revenue for you. So the trick here is to think of as many benefits and bring them alive to demonstrate the usage here. And there's one thing that's important to remember, which is just because you know about something, it it doesn't mean that your audience will. And it's been demonstrated time and again that just outlining the features and benefits that you think are blindingly obvious to you, even if all the other providers offer it, The fact that you include it within your sales copy and establish the benefits of it can help establish you as the preferred choice simply because the others didn't mention it. In this example, it might well be that all VoIP phone systems are capable of call recordings, but you're the only company that mentioned the benefits. Then, of course, you get the benefit of that feature, which is kind of the whole point. The whole point is to list this stuff out and write about it and make sure it's included in your presentation. Now, this brings an interesting point. It means your sales copy can get very long, and that in itself isn't a problem, but you do need to put the most important information first. The first paragraph is the most important, and newspapers work on this basis all the time. They work on the basis that at any time, more news can come in before going to press, and it needs space. So therefore, stories are written in such a way that if they have to be truncated at any time, they get truncated from the end towards the front, i.e. from the back towards the beginning. And if you reduce the words from a newspaper article from the back towards the beginning, ideally they should still make sense. So if they have to pad them out, they can do, but if, but if they have to truncate them, they still make sense. So your copy should ideally work in the same way. Why put the most interesting stuff at the end when there's every possibility that the reader might not have got that far? So so put the most important stuff first and people who are really interested, i.e. the target customers, will read to the end, or at least hopefully. So those who are less interested will have less reason to abandon. A couple of things you can do to make your copy more interesting, irrespective of which product or service you want to sell, is surprise and unexpectedness. 
there's always ways to make a story appear more interesting. And adding an unexpected angle in your sales copy can help achieve this. And if you want to sketch out half a dozen different angles or perspectives, that can definitely help. And try looking at it from different people's perspectives if it helps. And think of anything unusual or quirky that you can include. One of these, of course, is novelty, which is a good old reliable standway. And one of the joys about the IT space is that things are changing and new all the time. Anything that is new, groundbreaking or pioneering is interesting to people. Why? Because it implies that it's new, they won't have heard of it before, and therefore they'll need to read the information to become acquainted with it. It's kind of, it automatically invites them to read the content. People like to hear about new things. So if you've got a new version of your software, talk about it and present it as being new. So we've briefly covered the interest part of the equation. We're going to go into more detail about that next time, including desire and how to really build up the motivation for your target market to actually want to take an action of some kind. MSP Marketing in Bite sized Bits. It's easier than you think with MKLink. To get more of MKLink's MSP, MBA, Marketing and IT training resources, make sure that you've registered for your account for free now at www.mklink.org.